This is the Artisan CEO Podcast, Season 3, Episode 7. On this episode, we'll be talking about how to have great conversations at conferences and in-person industry events. We'll be covering the do's and don'ts of conversation starting questions, and I've got a list of 10 great starters to help you have more in-depth, impactful conversations, even if it's the first time you're meeting someone. Welcome to the Artisan CEO, where the art of photography meets the business of profits. This is where strategy and craftsmanship coexist so that you can run a creative business that supports a life you love. I'm your host, Abby Grace, and I promise to give it to you straight. I was at a conference a few years ago when it hit me. I think I might actually be allergic to small talk. I was in a meet and greet for attendees and speakers before the main conference got started and the room was full of excited but nervous business owners with everybody greeting old friends and making new ones and then also, you know, inevitably some people sitting at a table or standing in the corner on their phone looking busy and you know that those are the introverts in the room and the extrovert in me is like, we need to pull those people out of their shell and I'm learning that like people don't always want to be pulled out of their shell but like I make it my mission anyway. Anyway, so I heard the three same questions asked ad nauseum and those were what do you do where do you live or where are you from and so how long did it take you to get here small talk you know easy non-controversial conversations to break the ice which you can't blame anybody for when they're at a welcome event and they're probably feeling nervous those questions aren't bad but they are surface level They break the ice, but they don't tell me anything about who it is I'm talking to. I had had the same conversation a dozen times that day already, and chances were, unless somebody had a really cool elevator speech or value proposition, I forgot their answer as soon as the conversation ended. If you've ponied up the time and the funds to be at an in-person event, part of your job is to make connections, and that's a tough assignment when you're limited to talking about how many hours it took you to drive to the venue. This isn't on the other person. This is on you and this is on me, the person holding or instigating the conversation, because you have to assume that the other person is just as nervous as you are, but they haven't listened to this episode. So we've got to learn to ask better questions in order to forge deeper connections with whoever it is we're talking with. That doesn't mean you can't still have small talk, especially if the thought of someone asking you the question I'm about to give makes you want to go hide in a corner. Small talk is a social tool. It's just one that I have very little patience for. It's why I go like 12 months between haircuts because I hate the small talk that often comes with sitting in the chair for an hour. Like, I don't want to talk about where I'm going on vacation this summer. Let's go deep or let's not talk at all. I know that that, that's extreme. We can still talk and I'll do small talk. It's just like I leave the haircut place feeling very drained afterwards. So, I know that not everybody feels the same way I do when it comes to small talk. So if you need a cushion of small talk to get you warmed up for the deeper discussions, go for it. Just please don't stop there, okay? This is my list of what to ask at your next in-person event instead of what do you do, where do you live, and how long did it take you to get here? Question number one, what's going well for you right now? I love that this question invites someone to reflect on what is going well because so often as business owners, we're quick to focus on what isn't going well, how quick we are to complain or talk about what's what's really hard right now. So this is a way to bring out the positive and then chances are they will ask you the same question and you'll get a chance to reflect as well. 
there are times where I'm tempted to say, honestly, nothing. Nothing is going well. Everything is hard right now. But that is never actually true. I have a husband I adore, two sweet boys who call me mama. I have breath in my lungs. My heart is pumping. I have legs that can carry me for miles on long runs. And even when things are tough in business, I can still find something that's going well. If nothing else, that after 11 years as a full-time small business owner, I'm still here. And I haven't, had to ra- I haven't had to write a resume since 2010. Praise the Lord for that. Real quick, photographers, are you tired of lather, rinse, and repeating the same tired collection of forgettable photos from one brand session to the next? If you're ready to turn yawn-worthy galleries into the sort of results that thrill your clients and get you both noticed then you're definitely gonna wanna join me for my free training, The Backstage Secret to Scroll-Stopping Brand Photography. Whether you're a seasoned veteran or you're just getting started out in the world of branding, this session is for you. I'll teach you my number one strategy for crafting stories that resonate with your clients and their audience, which is the biggest secret behind creating galleries that not only look stunning, but also drive engagement and sales for your clients, which, spoiler alert, is what keeps them coming back for additional sessions in the future. Because as brand photographers, purposeful matters more than pretty. But who says you can't have both? Our job is to think like a marketer and shoot like an artist. But you have to have both pieces of that equation. And learning to approach with the mindset of a strategist, that changes everything. So if you're raring to say goodbye to cliche galleries that simply repeat what's already clogging your Pinterest and social media, and hello to a method that drives brand loyalty and real bottom line growth, then head on over to abbygrace.co slash training. That's abbygrace.co slash training. It's time to leave those forgettable, smiling at a laptop photos in the dust in favor of a more tailored approach that's gonna leave your clients obsessed and already planning for their next shoot with you. One more time, that's abbygrace.co slash training. I'll see you in class. Question number two, what are you passionate about outside of work? This is always a fun one that seems to catch people off guard because they're expecting you to ask about business. Sometimes you'll get snarky answers. Those are not my favorite. But my favorite part about this question is how often it opens the door to get some to get to know somebody outside of just what they do for a living. People will surprise you with their answers here. So maybe they're passionate about their family. Oh, great. How old are your kids? Oh, you have a three-year-old too? Okay, Tell me, how are you guys handling the transition out of afternoon naps? And that gives us a chance to connect as fellow toddler parents. Or maybe they'll tell you that they're passionate about movies and cinema, which leads to the next question of, on a scale from 10 to 10, how excited are you for the new Little Mermaid live action film? Or were you as disappointed by Thor Love and Thunder as I was? There's so many fun rabbit trails that can get opened up with this one simple question. Number three, what are you hoping to get out of this conference? This is something that I love. My mastermind does this every time we get together. We set intentions. Sometimes we write them down on a piece of paper and we pass them in and then those get passed back to us at the next one. Sometimes we just speak them aloud um, and it forces me to pinpoint one specific takeaway that I'm looking for. Like what's one problem area in my business that I can harness the power of the group to help me solve instead of touching on a bunch of different, maybe surface level areas of my business. Um, And our mastermind like spans a lot of territory. We have people who work in Facebook ads. We um, We have like someone who focuses on fitness for pregnant moms. We have people who work in like merch, like graphic apparel. We have photographers, obviously copyrighted. 
there's people from all different industries. And when we get together for our mastermind events, the coach at the center of the mastermind, she does one talk per day, but then all of the other content is either roundtable discussions or 25-minute presentations called gives, where, I mean, people have presented on everything from like guerrilla marketing and um, why you should consider hiring a house manager. I've spoken on the subtle psychology of nonverbal communication. We've had, I mean, we've had people talk about Facebook challenges and um, this past week someone presented on Airtable. So like there's a lot of different stuff you could learn and you could focus on while you're there and you want to glean as much as possible. But when you set an intention, it helps make your time at the event all the more purposeful because you're looking for, it's, it's sort of like starts to activate the attention bias thing. Like attention bias is when your brain starts to pay attention to things that were already there, um, but that you would didn't notice beforehand because it wasn't you weren't already aware of it. Kind of like when you buy like a red car, like a red GMC terrain, and then you drive around, and you're like, oh my gosh, I never noticed how many other red GMC terrains were on the road. Yeah, it's because it was irrelevant information and your brain discarded it in the past. That information was already out there. Your brain just didn't pay attention to it because of attention bias. So when we set intentions for an event, it starts to like flag our brain to pay attention to things we may have otherwise bypassed because now it's relevant because it has to do with the topic that we are either maybe struggling with or we want to grow in, that kind of thing. So for the mastermind that I was at last week, I was coming off of the launch of our new course, Lighting the Brand Session, and I was exhausted. So when it came time to set intentions, I realized I needed to focus on finding ways to automate some of our funnels. And when I spoke that out loud to the group, someone in the group told me, oh, I can help with that. Do you want to sit down during lunch and we can talk about uh, what you might need to have in place for those automations you're looking for? And then Sure enough, we did, and I left the mastermind with a plan in place that will alleviate some of the pressure that I had been feeling and will hopefully free up some space on the calendar that I had been missing because I spoke that intention aloud. Question number four, what is something you're learning right now? This is another good reflection question. Sometimes we're so in the thick of our own businesses that we haven't taken a step back to ask ourselves not just what am I doing, but what am I learning? And this is especially important during periods of high stress. I never want to waste a tough season by simply wishing that it never happens again. Like, okay, well, that totally sucked. Let's not do that again. I want to glean what I can about why it was hard so then I can hopefully mitigate that pain or that stress in the future or at least avoid the same kind of stress. Like, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. I don't want to repeat the same mistakes if I can help it. So not just what are you learning but like, not, not just what am I doing, but what am I learning? Question five, if you could have any superpower, what would it be and why? This is just a fun one to break the ice. It's less personal than some of the previous questions. And I love hearing people's answers because they will surprise you sometimes. My answer is a toss up between the ability to fly. I have dreams about flying all the time. If anybody hears like a, like, does the psychology of dreams and can tell me why I have dreams about flying. I am all ears. You can find me on Instagram at Abby Grace Photo. <laughs> but my my like superpower is a toss up between the ability to fly and like the end of day ability to blink and end up in my bed with my face washed, my teeth brushed and my contacts out. I don't know why I hate getting ready for bed, but it is such a drag. Love my morning routine. Hate the end of the evening. It's probably because I wait to go upstairs for bed until I'm exhausted and like ready to go to sleep what I should probably do is once we put the kids down for bed then do my evening routine and then that that way by the time I'm ready to go to bed I can just go to bed so it's like 
almost a superpower. Okay, I'll try that next time. Okay, question number six. What is the best business book that you have read recently? I am always on the hunt for a can't-miss book recommendation that has changed somebody else's life. So this is an especially good one for when you've met someone whose business you admire. I want to know what influenced them and what voices are speaking into their head in the form of a book. A book is a cheat code. It is like a fast track to success and it is severely underutilized by busy people like me because I'm like, oh, I don't have time to read. And it's like, Abby, if you would just read that book that's been on your shelf for like four years about sales calls, you could actually fix the issue that you've been having instead of just thinking, oh, I'll trial and error, I'll get it. The, like the book will get it done faster. <laughs> Question number seven, how are you being challenged right now? So this one is maybe a question to save for like the second or the third day of a conference. Maybe not a question you ask somebody right off the bat within the first couple of minutes of meeting them. It's not overly intimate, but it is personal. So use this one selectively. Uh, maybe read the room a little bit because it may catch some people off guard. I would never start with this question. Question number eight, in a movie about your life, who would you choose to play you? This is just another for fun question, but it does give you some insight into how a person sees themselves. I love hearing people's answers for this one, especially when um, it's somebody I'm already familiar with. I love hearing how their answer might differ from who I would pick to play them in a movie. My answer is Mandy Moore, duh, because she's the cutest and Rapunzel is my favorite Disney princess. And also, I used to get told that we looked alike a lot, so I'm going to cling to that for another couple of years. Question number nine, if you could have dinner with any person in history, who would it be and why? You could sub out any person in history for if you could have dinner with any person alive or if you could have dinner with any celebrity, pick your poison. People's answers here will surprise you and maybe make you rethink your own because it, it, it isn't just the one line answer I want. I'm interested in hearing why they chose who they did because it gives me more insight into what makes them tick, what their interests are, and how I might possibly be able to support them. Question 10, what made you sign up for this event? This one goes hand in hand with question three of what are you hoping to get out of this conference? Sometimes it's a specific speaker they want to hear from or maybe a friend was coming and asked this person to tag along. Sometimes they'll tell you about a specific project they're working on and they selected this conference to help them succeed with that project. And then that opens the door to ask more questions about what they're working on, which shows you how you might be able to point them in other helpful directions. Like, hey, you're working on a new offer for homeschooling business owners. I know this person over here who needs exactly what you offer. Can I introduce you real quick? In-person meetups and conferences are a chance to make connections that you wouldn't have made while you're sitting at home. And there's so much potential for growth there. I love in-person events and I try to prioritize at least one conference a year in addition to the get-togethers that I attend with my mastermind twice a year. Even as an extrovert, and I'm like an extroverted extrovert, I know how intimidating it can be to walk into a room full of people that you don't know. It can be tempting to stick to small talk because it's low risk and you're already nervous. But if you've already done the hard work of signing up and physically getting into the room, why wouldn't you make the most of that by asking questions that will lead to deeper conversations and stronger connections? If you haven't already made a list of questions, make a note in your phone, open it up right now, or create a Google Doc and jot down any of these questions that resonate with you for the next time you are at an in-person industry event. 
to review, those questions are, number one, what's going well for you right now? Number two, what are you passionate about outside of work? Number three, what are you hoping to get out of this conference? Number four, what's something you're learning right now? Number five, if you could have any superpower, what would it be and why? Number six, what's the best business book you've read recently? Number seven, how are you being challenged right now? Number eight, in a movie about your life, who would you choose to play you? Number nine, if you could have dinner with any person in history, any person alive, any celebrity, who would it be and why them? And number 10, what made you sign up for this event? Then I want you to practice what we just preached. Come on over and say hi on Instagram and tell me if you could have any superpower, what would it be and why? Find me at Abby Grace Photo. I would love to hear from you. The next episode will drop in three weeks. We're taking a couple weeks off to enjoy some family time. But coming up in that next episode, we'll be talking about onboarding new brand clients, how to welcome them well and get the ball rolling on an amazing experience that sets you both up for success. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, remember to hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode and head over to abbygrace.co slash podcast for even more resources to help you blow your clients away at your very next brand shoot. I'm Abby Grace and I'll see you next time. Now, let's go get after it, shall we?